or not, we all have different love experiences. Some good and some not so good. But in some ways, it shaped the person we are today. This podcast is designed to explore the various love experiences men and women encounter while learning, healing, growing, and finding out what we truly desire and what we want to avoid out of every love experience. Keyshawn Scott is a best-selling author, speaker, and relationship expert. He has been seen on ABC News, Forbes, News 12, BBC Radio, and many more media outlets. Here he is, your host, Keyshawn Scott. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode. We are Love Your Love Experience podcast. I got somebody special with you right now, right? I got somebody special to share his time with you. Don Benjamin, the one and only superstar and does a lot of amazing things. I mean, I could spend my whole entire time, you know, kind of, you know, it, it feels good when men praise men and we tell them that they're doing a good job, you know, yeah. and I love seeing the content. You know, I love the gear. I got to buy me some gear as well. Um, yeah, I got to get you even do that. Right. I have to, you know, man. So pretty much let the viewers know who you are, what you do. Yeah, man. First and foremost, thanks for having me, man. I love what you're doing as well. Um, most people know me from America's Next Top Model or doing random skits on social media or my my best selling book, My Truth. Yeah. Um, I try to I try to keep my hands in everything. So no telling where they find me at. <laughs> that is true. That is true, man. But I have to say, we were just talking behind the scenes about, you know, the TikTok videos and, you know, because you and your girlfriend, y'all really be like really bonding. Yeah. And I always tell people when you when you can get into relationships like that, that's when you build a really strong foundation. Right. Mm -hmm. So tell, tell me more about how did you guys even get into that? Well, it's crazy because we actually um, when we met, we were just friends. We got put on. She was doing Vine back in the day and it was right when i came off a top model and so it was literally just like a work relationship where they were like yo you want to hop in a video we can use a model in a video and then we just like our circle just all started kicking it on a regular basis and then uh, we both got out of relationships around the same time and then we just started hanging out more frequently and and just hit it off man and, and it's dope and like you kind of have that friendship with somebody first you know because then it's like sometimes that's the hardest element. Like you could, you could be attracted to somebody, but you might not have that, that real chemistry. So we had that friend chemistry before we even had like the, the attractive, attractive chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Before I even seen your stuff, I think my wife, she sent me one of the, one of the video that you guys did. And I was like, Oh snap, this is hot. This is, this is dope. Like I don't even have time to learn how to do TikTok. Like she'd be wanting to do things and she want me to learn it to teach yeah. her. Right. Won't you learn it first and come tell me and then we'll do it together. Right. right. So like what what is one of the like the hardest struggles pretty much with the creating content like that? Um, well, well, with a lot of those, man, she's she's creative with that stuff. Like her mind is constantly moving. She like she came up in that world. So um, I think it's just like about being consistent, just like anything else. It's like you have to constantly think of new ideas. You want to be creative. You want to think of something new and fresh. Um, but the dope thing is like me and her together, like we work well together, you know, like it's just 
I don't know, she'll think of an idea and I'll be like, oh, we should add this. Or I'll be like, we should do this. And she'll be like, all right, we're going to take that and build it up into this. So um, it's just nowadays, man, you have to constantly be creating and creating and creating yeah. because for every one video you put out, the followers want 10 more back to back. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, I might do one video and it does 10 million. And then the next day they're like, what's next? What's next? Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing about it. You know, you got especially when you're an influencer and you're getting paid for it, it's mm -hmm. a job. So yep. you got to keep wow. it if you, you know, if you really want to um, see the fruits of your labor. Right. Yep. So tell me a little bit more about your love experience, you know, like being in a relationship with, you know, yeah. With, yeah. I mean, I've always been a relationship person. Like I've, I've never liked to be single for long periods of time. Yeah. Um, especially like, I don't know. I just like having that person that I know I can count on. Know if I'm having a bad day, I can go to and they go brighten me up. Know that, you know, that we can get through some situations together. Um, I've always like loved the relationship dynamic. Maybe I don't know if it was because I always came up in a single parent household, you know? So I wanted mm -hmm. like, I never had that. So I was like, yo, I want a relationship. I want a foundation. Um, so I, mm -hmm. I always admired a relation, a strong, healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. That's that's really good, because when you have that kind of connection, that special bond with mm -hmm. someone, you know, because being single, being single is cool. Some people like it. Right. Yeah. But it's not special about, you know, going home to someone, sharing some funny jokes with someone, you mm -hmm. know, like if I find something funny on um on um like Instagram or Facebook. I'm sharing it with, with my wife. Like, yo, yo, check this right, out. Right. And right. If, and if you know what's so funny, if it says scene, but she doesn't react, I'm calling her like, yo, I just said you, you didn't see that. Laugh, laugh, because I want to know that it's funny. can't get no, can't get no response. <laughs> yeah, or you double right. like. I don't know what that means. I want you to, right. to tell me it was funny. Hit the like, right? Yeah, because it was funny to me. You know. Yeah. So about um my truth, like what inspired you to um to write it? Uh, so what inspired my truth, man, was you know in the media in the social media, I we had this perfect relationship. You know, we yeah. carried, we showed the good and everything, but. And it's not that there was a lot of bad, but you know, as a man, I was battling some things internally that that I was covering up with with fleshly desires. Yeah. And you know, at the beginning of 2020, I think God sat everybody down. Um, but I took that moment especially to like, He sat me down in a major way, like split my relationship up, some things, some yeah. dirt came to the light. And so for me, my truth was like, you know, my reawakening, my my opportunity to like recreate myself in yeah. the journey that I really wanted as a man and, and, and try to learn new things that I've never experienced, you know what I'm saying? With my circle of men or my father yeah. or the people that I thought that like, that I looked up to. And, and so my truth was an opportunity for me to do the real work that I needed to for myself and then document it and put it into a book for other men that may be searching for these answers to go find, yeah. you know what I mean? And so, um, it was it was super healing in the midst of it all as well, because I did a lot of soul search and a lot of talking to like mentors and life coaches and a lot of reading and and trying to figure out what I was doing wrong. Why was I doing these these things or why did I think it was OK to maneuver a certain way in my relationship yeah. um, and seeking approval from from the wrong people? And so the book kind of just, you know, laid everything out on the line talking about generational curses yeah. you know why you know and women do women do are are the same way i got i get a lot of feedback from women where they're like yo i've been battling you know infidelity or whatever the case and so um 
But for me, I really like, I know there's not a lot of men that we can really go to and for like that good, you know, like guidance. And so mm-hmm. I kind of just wanted to put that out there for, for yeah. men to be like, look, I'm in the entertainment industry. I'm a fashion model. Like mm-hmm. I've did my dirt. I've, I've done some things that I'm not proud of, but we can all wake up yeah. at any time of our life before it's too late and change some things around that we're not proud of. And so that's kind of what my truth is. Yeah. Man, I, I love that. And I want to say two things, right? From a man to another man, I love you, right? Number one, I love you. And number two, I'm proud of you, right? Man, I appreciate because it, bro. I, I tell people this, right? Dirt is good. The reason yeah. why dirt is good is because for somebody like you, what you just did was turn dirt into soil. Mm-hmm. And when the dirt is turned into soil, now things can grow from it. A lot of people, they don't grow from things and they let those things manifest their life. And then it becomes generational curses. And they're wondering why their kids is going through it. Their kids, kids is going through it. So what you did with my truth is that you just stopped generational curse. And you just stopped it, you know? So at at that thing, I'm proud of that, man. That's like the the best thing ever, man. That's like the best thing. It's just, it's like clarity, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like you wake up and you're like, damn, like this is the feeling that I've been needing yeah. And I could never understand what why I wasn't getting here. It's like that feeling, you know? Yeah. And that's when you know God is working, man. And that's how you know when God is working and things is becoming better and things is becoming brand new and yeah. things is just, just flourishing, you know, in your life, man, in your life. So, yeah. man, so tell me, what are some like non-negotiables like in a relationship, right? Not your relationship, but just relationship general that people shouldn't, you know, put up with? Um. I mean, verbal abuse, physical abuse, um, uh, you know, if there, if there's no open communication, if it's all my, my, my way or the highway, um, you know, there has to be, there has to be a balance. There has to be somebody admitting their faults, able to change things around. You know, not everybody's perfect. And, and what I found in a relationship is you are, there's always gonna be head button, you know, there's always going to be everybody feels a certain way, but you have to be able to communicate and be able to, to let, let you, let your partner know how you feel. And I feel like if you're in a relationship and you can't even speak how you feel and try to get your point across, it's just, that's a big no, no for me. You know what I mean? There's no room for growth if it's like that. Yeah, that's true. I was, I was speaking to, um, you know, you know, Michelle Williams, right? Yeah. We we were speaking on on a podcast before and I told her, that's something I'm struggling with. (laughs) Me. We be bumping heads all the time, like we be just hitting it. Yeah. But my thing is, like my problem that I'm working on now, and this is my season to work on it, is learning how to argue and disagree without shutting out. Like right. I try my best, especially from focus, because relationship it messes up work. If I can't, I feel focus, like that's men in general. I feel like we just kind of shut down. Or yeah. Like- <laughs> so I'm trying to have a conversation. I want to. So my goal sometimes I go into a month and I say them all week, and I say, yeah. you know what, this week. I'm going to be a yes man. I said, this week I'm going to be a yes man. So yeah. my friend was like, what you mean? Yes, man. Right. And I'm like, um, like I'm going to be a yes man. Well, every time she tell me to do something, I'm going to just say yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she went on her, her, you know, her route, the TV stuff that she's doing. And she said, um, oh, well, could you bring the bags downstairs to the car? I said, yes. Right. <laughs> said, okay, cool. All right. Then she said, oh, could you get Chloe dressed? Usually, I do not want to dress her because she'd be running around. Yeah, around, you gotta run her around the house. It, it, she'd be hiding. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't find her literally. So, I was like, yes. So I just kept on saying yes to everything. You know, and it became, like, yeah. You know, <laughs> she's like, what are you, what are you doing? 
yes. I just, everything was yes, you know? So I just found my, you know, that's a little strategy that I use, you know, for myself to yeah. at least help me become better because that's what uh -huh. I, that's my goal. You know, my and, goal. And it's crazy you say that because I tell, I've been telling people, because I've been kind of doing the same thing where, and it's like, as men, we're kind of like, I don't, I shouldn't do that. Or I don't want to do that. Yeah. Or why do I got to do that? You do that. But as you start to say yes, more frequently, after a while, your partner is going to start to realize that. And they're going to be like, okay, damn, they're starting to do everything for me. And then it's going to start, the role is going to start to reverse. You know what I mean? They're going to want to start to do more things for you eventually. And if they don't, then it might not be the right situation. If they start to take advantage of those yeses. Yeah, yeah it's you know over. I mean? But your real, that's how you know your real life partner. They're going to notice it. And they're yeah. going to be like, damn, like, okay, they're really trying to do more for me and really just like women love when you say yeah. yeah 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 like like usually we don't we don't like we we, we do grocery shopping sometimes yeah. right because you know, sometimes the schedules be crazy so we order a lot of like food to you know amazon prime and all those stuff to come yeah. here mm -hmm. right so she told me this to go outside and get um like bottles of water so i'm like i didn't want to say yes because i'm like I gotta, <laughs> you got the card i gotta you know and i'm like you know and i, I did it anyway but it was it was i got to the cap I, I didn't feel like bringing those waters back you know, so, you know, enough about that before we get in trouble. They start, they start, you know, watching the interview and get us, get, get us in trouble or something. Um, how, how, like, how does loving a person, how does loving the right person look like? Um, I think loving the right, I, I feel like loving the right person. It's a good question, but I feel like, I don't, it's like when you know, you know, I don't, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's like, it's different. Like, I feel like if you, when you love, the right person you're going to want to fight for it you know mm. if it's not the right person you'll be it'll be easier to walk away from it like if they do things you could be like i'm fed up i'm out but if the if it's the right person i feel like you're more prone to be able to put up with more and and try to figure it out i feel like that's what i've learned like you know if there's girls that that i know i, I can't deal with little things i'm going to be easily shut out i'm like you know what this ain't gonna work you know yeah. but when it's the one it's like it's easy, it comes easier. You're like, yo, we're going to figure this out. We're going to get through whatever. That's yeah. kind of how I feel. No, I think that's a perfect, that's a perfect thing. Cause a lot of people, they just tolerate people in the relationships and mm -hmm. they don't really fight for anything. You know, yeah. you have to throw out words, well, you better act up or I'm out. You know, you're not supposed to say things like that. Right. right. And I had people who use divorce, you know, as mm -hmm. an excuse, like, Hey, listen, if this don't work, I'm going to divorce you anyway. So was like, what am I fighting for? If, if that's on, if that's on the table, it's I'm taking a divorce. Yeah, you know, and some people do those things, right? Right. But you know, so we got that part. What about loving the wrong person now? Loving the wrong person, I think loving the wrong person, I feel, I feel like goes back to, you know, the communication level, the the stubbornness. Like, mm -hmm. if you're if you're with the wrong person, is going to be stubborn. They're not going to. They're not going to find that room of give to, you know what I'm saying, to find balance and cooperate with the relationship. They're just going to, my way or the highway, that's, I feel like that's the number one sign and it's a wrong person. Yeah. Like if they're never taking your feelings into consideration, they're never, they're never worried about what you think. I feel like it's just, it just can't work. Yeah. Yeah. So what about like, you know, what about single people, right? Single people who's looking for love, looking for a relationship. Yeah. Look at something, right? But just can't find Mr. or Mrs. Right. Like, what advice, you know, would you give them? Man, it's hard out here. It's hard <laughs> out here. I'll be here. All my single friends be complaining. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I feel like, I don't know, man, me personally, I feel like it always comes when you're not looking. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the things is when you're looking for a partner and you're like, yo, I need to just find me a partner is when it never comes. But it's like when you're focused on you, when you're like trying to figure out how to be the best version of yourself, you're locked in, you're focused on your work, your grind, yeah. you're working out. I feel like the right person comes into your life and you feel that energy um, come to you. Uh, I mean, that's what happened with me. You know, uh, my situation, like I wasn't looking for it, yeah. but but she kept popping up into my life. Our energy kept, you know what I'm saying, getting on the same frequency. And it just felt like it felt natural. I, it didn't feel forced. And I feel like looking for a relationship, you know, especially with women, like as we get older, like I'm in my 30s, as we start to get in our 30s, we start to kind of panic or like I need to find somebody. Yeah. But I feel like when you go into that panic is when it kind of you push, you're pushing the energy away from you. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's very true because the older you, for a lot of women, the older they get, it's like, you know, Don, where am I going to find my, my man? You know, right. they be saying, oh, where am I going to find this? When am I going to find that? Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of them, they they just, they and then women are different than men, mm-hmm. right? Especially like chemically, right? Yeah. And having children and, and yeah. those things. So that's, you got to understand it from that part. Exactly. You know, but a lot of people will, will be settling out here, you know, just to be loved. Yeah. And, and that's a big thing is they're settling, you know, and, and it's so many people that are broken within themselves, you know, like women have been damaged from past relationships mm-hmm. or childhoods. Men have been broken from childhoods. And, you know, we're a lot of men are out here just looking for, for sex and, and the mm-hmm. women are looking for love. And then there's not that communication because it's not aligning. And then the women are out here like all men ain't shit because I feel mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? And then, so it's like, that's why I say you got to work on yourself. You got to be healed and know what you're going to tolerate as a man or a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you looking for within yourself? Like, what levels are you trying to reach within yourself? And then what what are you willing to tolerate and put up with from that other partner? And then I feel like that's how you kind of know. You're going to know when the right one comes along because you're going to feel that energy. You're more in tune rather than, oh, I'm eager. I'm panicked. I need. I just need to find somebody. I just don't want to be alone. It's it, it never works like that. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that because a lot of people be hungry for love, and you fall into the wrong arms, and then yeah. you're gonna, they're gonna break you, and you're gonna spend like they a year or two. Advantage. Yeah, yeah take advantage of you. And men, men know who to take advantage of sometimes, yeah, right? For sure. And women, they just will be so vulnerable, and they be, yeah. oh, why did he do that? It's because he sees you at your weakest. He probably yeah. was confided in you, told you the right things. You said, wow, why couldn't I find a man like that? And the right. whole time he was setting little planting little seeds. You know, yeah. what you want, and then mm-hmm. he leave, and then you, the number one word for women: all men are dogs. Yeah, exactly. Right. They revert right back to that, you know. And yeah, and it's that. So, if somebody's broken, right? What are like some some steps that they can take? You know, like a, a few steps on how they can heal or find themselves. I tell I tell every man that I talk to, man, that you need to talk to life coaches. You need to talk to. It's okay to talk to counselors and therapists, read, research, you know what I'm saying? Like, take yourself outside of your inner circle, make yourself uncomfortable, go talk to people that you normally wouldn't talk to. I feel like these are big steps for men to reach that new level um, because it worked so well for me. Like I literally changed my, my whole mindset, my whole outlook on life by doing so, by going and talking to people yeah. that have been through the same things as me. Because, you know, if we're talking to our inner circle all the time, all we know is that all we know is what we're doing. And most of the time our inner circle projects our lifestyle. 
Yeah. So, yeah. so for me, I wanted to talk to somebody that was a little older that had been through some breakups that had been through infidelity and overcame yeah. it that had been through these things. And so for men, I, I really preach, man, go and find yourself a mentor that's older, get in, get involved with the churches, you know, yeah. read like there's so many outlets out there. We just, we never want to search for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's so true, you know, because everyone needs to heal at some capacity and you got to watch your circle around you. Yeah. One, of the, one of the things that I always tell people is that a lot of people are still the broken 15, 14 and 13 year old them. Right. Yeah. Because you go through a relationship when you're 13 and your heart yeah. get broken. Right. Who are you getting yeah. advice from? The 13, 14 year old kids around you. Yeah. You're 17 years old now. You, you go, get into another breakup. Who do you seek right. help from? The 17, 18 year old kids. Then you get older now and you're still operating on that because you never healed. So yeah. you're going to continue to blame everything else around you. Yeah. Man, I, I deal with clients who still can't get over breakups that happened when they was 15. And they're it's in crazy. their 50s. Right. Yeah, because what happens is it's crazy. I'm reading this book, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Becoming mm -hmm. Supernatural. And he talks about how what happens is like we hold on, like when something bad happens, it's like a like a snowball rolling down the hill yeah. and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger because we hold on to it. And then every day we just keep building on it and building on it and building on it. So if you're thinking about that breakup all month, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then even if you stop this start to slowly stop thinking about it the next month, it's still in your mind now. Yeah. And then you're carrying those same issues into your next relationship. And it just it's a snowball. You don't let it, we don't let it go as humans. And then that's how it becomes programmed into our subconscious mind because we never let these things go man and it's it's crazy because yeah like you said we it starts at that young age yep and then before you know it bro like the window between 15 and 30 isn't that big like i feel like i, was just <laughs> sure. bro, I feel like i was just 15 like yesterday you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like it's, it's a short window and so you have to imagine we're not really we're not really trained to reprogram our minds like nobody teaches us these things so we just get caught in doing the same thing. And then you're like, well, I'm going to jump to this next relationship, but you're still doing the same thing you was doing in the past one. Like you're not changing nothing about yourself. Mm -hmm. So how is the relationship supposed to change? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that's one of the number one questions that I ask people too. When, um, when I'm talking to them, I'm coaching them as I ask them, you know, tell me about your last relationship. Cause they think they come into me for that, for the relationship that's going on now. Right. I don't even, I don't even care about the relationship that's happening now. Like, I don't I want to hear the last one. Underneath the surface. Right. So I asked them, so like, what are you oh. carrying with you? Exactly. And a lot of them, it's not even, they, didn't, they don't even heal from it. Mm -hmm. like, well, you know, I jumped, I was with him for like, you know, three months and I got into this one like a month after. So I said, okay, so that little gap, what did you do? Did you try to heal? No, I was just, you know, hanging out with my girls or hanging, whatever. You never had, you never healed. You didn't even make an right. attempt to find out who you were. Mm -hmm. Right. And you, you mentioned that earlier. Right. Really understanding who you are, where yeah. you want to go and who am I? I think that's yeah. the question of a lifetime. Yeah. Who am I and what kind of love do I want to attract? Because they're yeah. like, I just want to be treated good. I just want a man to treat me right. You know, work. Yeah. hard. It's like, But is that really what you want? You know what I mean? Like, what do you want for yourself? Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. And then the white man's going to come do the things that you need to need him to do. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So anything else before we jump off, anything else that you want to share with our viewers who's listening and watching any Don advice? Um, I mean, the advice I give people is just work on yourself daily. Uh, you know, you can always be a better version of yourself. 
us as humans, we tend to let the past hold us down. We we tend to let past mistakes break us or hold us down. But every day is a new day, man, to, to overcome and be be a better version of yourself. So when you wake up, it's like, you know, you're waking up into a new form of yourself. So take yeah. advantage of it. Yeah, that's excellent advice, man. Thank you so much, man. I want to thank you again, you know, for jumping on. Thank you for your time. I know it's very valuable. Man, keep being a great man. Keep doing your thing. Keep building that relationship with you and your wonderful girlfriend, um, man. And if and if I could help out in any way, you know, I know we about to we're gonna jump on the live sometime soon. Yeah, bro, for sure. We'll stay Once in touch. We that, we'll stay. We'll stay connected, man. Yeah, definitely. In the world too. Exactly, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And until next time, your love experience, and we out.